the group has decided they are going to head northwest where eight found out that there is water potentially a river a creek maybe the sun still is in the sky still does not seem to be as if it is moving with the passage of time and the forest is still almost unearthly still there are no birds no insects no mammals wandering in the underbrush your feet are sore from what feels like hours of walking your backs are tired and stiff from keeping such a straight posture your muscles weary from being tense and being on alert and then you start to hear it every single one of you starts to hear the sound of rushing water and with it slowly comes the sound of birds in the trees the sounds of gnats buzzing around your head and oddly enough the sun starts to climb or rather descend towards the horizon and the closer you get to this water the louder it sounds and the darker it begins to get as if somebody has switched on the sun and it is now making up for lost time depth gets darker and darker much faster than it normally would out in the wide world and then you see it you see that river flowing up ahead of you and next to that river is a little hut with smoke pouring out of the chimney it is getting darker with each step you take but you can see the light slowly turning on inside I'll start heading towards the hut are we sure we want to do that I mean they know the lay of the land better than us I guess I can't argue with that somebody living out here by their lonesome must know the t surrounding topography and how to survive and they must get their supplies from somewhere the back I will approach the door and knock gently I knock gently he means knock the hut down <laughs> as carefully as possible is a knock on the door like you flicking it I 
out of curiosity, how wide is this river? So it's not something you can easily cross. It is probably a good couple hundred feet. And it's not rushing very fast, but it's rushing fast enough where if you tried to walk across it, I mean, it might be a little treacherous to, stay, to walk on those stones, but it's not like if you stepped in the water, you'd be swept away immediately. Do we see any bridge or crossings nearby this hut? Not that you can see. And final question from me at the moment. Is the hut on the same side of the river as us? Yes. Yes, it is. Perfect. Which is why I didn't say anything when Arthas said he was going to go and knock on the door. I will allow my companions to rush ahead to knock on the hut, and I will wait closer to the edge of the woods, my <clears throat> face in a fairly somber frown still, and I will wait and see what happens. I would like to mention that Riala is, I am not rushing, <laughs> not rushing towards hut, <laughs> trailing behind. I was going to say, um, keeping my distance. If we've, if we've been walking all day, um, uh, Jogal would have offered Maeve to Riala so she can just ride on the saddle and he's just cruising along on foot. Um, just, I mean, obviously, uh, Arthas is going to cover more ground, just... That's fair. I think at this point, I would have gotten off, um, and seeing Arthas approach this hut has me kind of like... What's... What kind next? of like what? What's coming to... <laughs> Are they behind the weird magic happening, not magic happening in there. Like, I'm not having it. <laughs> you are tense and suspicious. Arthas, you knock on this door and it isn't long before you hear, just a minute. Now, how close are the rest of you to Arthas at this door? I know, Eight, you said you were hanging out by the edge of the, the woods and the river. What about Rial and Joel? How um, close are you to Arthas? If Rial is dismounted, um, Joker would have probably approached the river. So within 20, 30 feet of Arthas and the, and the hut, he's just taking Maeve to the river, refilling their water skins, letting the horse drink, eat some fresh grass, whatever she could find on the shoreline right there. Okay, so Arthas is really the only one facing the cabin. Okay. Um, Arthas, the door opens. And in front of you, you see a average size human woman. Long, wavy, reddish hair, brown eyes, fair skin, um, wearing a billowy-ish white, uh, well, not really white, but off-white shirt, brown pants, boots. She's got her sleeves rolled up. She's got an apron wrapped around her waist, and she's wiping her hands on a cloth, and she's got some flour on her nose. Oh! Well, aren't you, uh, 
Hi. Hello, Forest Dweller. I am Arthas Boston Wapon Denevi Marston Third Low Lilfoot, the champion of Otham. And I'm looking for directions. Okay. Um Do I have is that whole thing your name? Can I shorten it a little bit? Arthas is preferred, I'd suppose. Alright. Well, Arthas, um, hello. I guess you're looking for direction, so I'm guessing you came into these woods not knowing where you were going. Correct. I rarely do. Alright. Um, and is it just you? By your lonesome? No, my friends, Eight, Riala, and Jokel are that way. And I motion over, pointing at the group. I'm gonna turn and look, or she'll turn and look. That's right, I'm DM. I have to speak in third person. Y'all have to speak in first person. She turns and looks beyond you, Arthas, and... Oh, all right. Um, well, I mean, as you can see, dusk is settling in. I can't really provide you with directions right now. You certainly wouldn't want to go out and wander the woods at night. They can be very dangerous. Would you like to stay for supper at least before you make camp? I certainly appreciate that. Um, well, why don't you invite your friends in and, and are this, I'm very, oh, oh, you're a little tall and won't be able to fit in my door. Um, I can lean in through a window. I suppose that would work. She points behind her and you can see directly across from the door is actually a relatively large-ish window. We would call it a bay window. And you can see beyond that window that in the fading light, there appears to be quite a bit of open space. So perhaps it's like a backyard or maybe there's a garden. Who knows what's outside? Something that would require a larger window to look out. Um, I, I'll have my daughter open that and um, why don't you tell your friends to come in through the door dinner actually is almost ready and um, we'll get that that window open for you all right certainly and I didn't catch your name oh you can just call me Ray thank you Ray I'll corral my companions perfect and with that I walk over and uh give a thumbs up. That seemed to go well. Yes, her name is Ray. She has dinner. I kind of look to Aiden uh, Jokel. See what they're doing. I mean, she's not attacking him with a rolling pin. Maybe we can camp in the front yard and say learn something that has happened before I'm, somehow I'm not surprised maybe people shouldn't leave pies on windowsills if they don't want them eaten from the 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 tree line I kind of slowly walk over she seems friendly enough and if she's offering dinner to strangers she must be hospitable. Perhaps 
she can give us some indication of how to escape these woods. Unless she's trapped here and has made a life for herself. Better to make an ally in the woods that knows it, then. Yeah, I suppose that it can't hurt. We, we should, um... Worst case scenario, we have to take off in a rush, but hopefully she's able to help us get out of here. I will look for a hitching post to tether Bessie, despite the fact that I know very well that this mechanical donkey will go nowhere without any direction. I would like to go through the activity of tying the knot, patting Bessie on the head, getting that metallic clink, 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 and then waiting for everyone else to go in. I will say it is very easy to find a hitching post. In fact, there is a, um, the set of poles and the perpendicular bar outside the house that is indicative of somebody who might have travelers and needing a place to tie up some reins. I have my arm linked with uh, Jokel's as we approach. So as you come up to this door, you start to feel the warmth emanating from inside the cabin of a stove that has been running for a good few hours making something. It does smell very much like warm venison stew, um, fresh baked bread. You walk up to the door and it's a modest sized cabin. It, you've got, when you first walk in through the door, you've got the kitchen area to the left, you got your wood stove, you've got a table with some chairs, you have some cabinetry, some herbs drying and hanging from the ceiling. Um, off to the right, you see one door. Um, you assume it might be the bedroom. And then you see a, um, a partially ajar door. Um, sorry, that first door was closed. The second door is partially ajar, but you can see there's a woman, her back to you, uh, digging through some cupboards, so possibly a pantry. I feel like just for the irony of the situation, being the horseman, Jokel is not tethering Maeve. He's just kind of like doing the whole, uh, what is it? It's like drop training or something. So as long as she knows like, hey, my reins have been dropped, I can just kind of chill in this area. He's just kind of leaving her in the front yard, like, does that look like a garden? All right, you're going to stay over here away from the garden so you don't eat all her, the entirety of her garden. Like, we don't introduce ourselves by going, I ate your garden. I am specifically not trying to crush any plants that could be out in the back. And I lean in. I can feel like I can basically get my one of my arms and my head through. Yeah, as we approach, I'll give a friendly little bow and a, a small smile. Thank you for uh, your offer of um, 
dinner. Ha have you been out here long? Pardon me asking. She hasn't turned to face you yet. Um, she's still rummaging through whatever is in front of her. You can hear um, tin cans moving. And then I would like bow and everything when she was like, you know, looking at me. <laughs> so she, like I said, she hasn't turned towards you. And um, you asked this question and she says, oh, I've lived in these woods pretty much all my life. Um, me and my daughter anyway. And she starts to back out of the pantry and she closes the door. And just as she turns around, Jokel, you recognize this person. If you didn't know any better, you'd be looking at Raylin. Oh, fuck. Uh, similar to re uh, uh, Cole's reaction, just <laughs> um, yeah. You said her name was Ray. I immediately, I'm like, no, that can't, that just it can't be the same. No, no correlation whatsoever. But yeah, um, seen like like. Not, not really paying attention. Jokel's just kind of cruising in, like, following Riala and be like, but he, he, he totally freezes up just like, and like, he, he does like that whole double take of like, wait. And then, uh, like, again, like, pause. Am I crazy? And like, gives himself a slap and be like, nope, not crazy. Okay. The whole time you are making this very confused look and I assume Riala, you would you still have bowed when she turned around to you, or are you standing there in shock? I have not seen Ray before, um, so I'm not sure that I know. Would Jokel have described her to you? Yes, jo Jokel is not making a secret out of out of his previous relationship. He would have told mm. Riala how everything went down, who she was how it ended. Oh, I guess. So Riala would be well informed. Okay, I didn't know like how well she was described. So I guess if I, uh, I'm looking and I recognize, I think I would kind of, you know, pull back and look to Jokel, look back to her, look back to Jokel, look back to her. Is there something wrong? I, I, I have the, um, like, like that, that whole like fish out of water, just <clears throat> face and he, he's like like take a deep breath no you share a sock uh, a shocking similarity to a friend of mine and it took me by surprise oh all right she's going to move into the kitchen with her few cans and um she starts opening up these tins and as she does so um, she looks over her shoulder and oh, May! May! And you hear from the closed door Mama, I'm reading! I need you to come open the door or the window, we have guests all right, I'm coming. 
the door opens and this little girl steps through who looks almost a spitting image to her mother with the exception that her eyes are sea green her features are slightly more angular and she has white hair caught into like a little pixie cut and she waves a little meekly to all of you and which window oh I need you to open the large one um they have a friend of theirs with them that can't fit through the door she scrunches her face in confusion for a minute okay slowly walks over to the kitchen window and unlatches the two latches at the bottom and pushes open that window nice and wide I certainly appreciate that Ray yeah I mean probably both of your arms in your head I mean the window is rather large you may be tall but you're not that bad um, <laughs> I would say that there is nothing right in front of the window. Uh, the window does out overlook a garden a little ways out, but it is not close enough to the window where you have to worry about stepping on anything. Given that Juggle's not stupid, but he, he's wise, and I, I, I'm thinking, having seen the duplicate uh, Raylan, he's gonna see the kid and be like now I gotta be dreaming and, and he's, he's just gonna look at Rial and be like I'm gonna get a breath of fresh air and he's just gonna like about face go but right back outside I'm following as the two of you leave I step back like getting out of the way because I followed in after everyone and uh, as you push past or move past me I just say uh is everything okay? I okay. I I, I forgot to tie up Maeve. Just everything's fine. Just zip around eight. Okay, I will speak with our friend and see if this woman can help us escape the forest. As we're approaching. Uh, horse Maeve, not oh god um, as we're doing that um, as uh, we're out of sight I immediately take Jokel's hands I want to ask if you're okay and I know that you're not we don't have to stay am I dreaming? am I, am I going crazy? can you do work, work your magic dude some just vigorously slaps himself like harder than anybody really ever should just like ah oh nope just hurts um well she i take your hands um to stop you from doing that um i i can see what i can do i it's her then yes and and the young one. A spitting image of her. Like, without a doubt, it... It would be her. I mean, 
appearance-wise. I'm, I'm not sure about personality. The, does the voice match, uh, DM? Perfectly. Okay. Yeah, so... It's a clone of her, almost exactly. Voice, appearance, e even her daughter. I mean, you can't look at that child and say... She has your eyes. Thank you. Am I... Am I are we in an alternate reality? Am I... Did I somehow... Are we dead? Um, I don't think so. I... I don't know. Does that mean there's another you? That's mildly terrifying. Although that, that does, like... I, I paused, like... All right, where where would I be in this situation? Like 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 ba based on the the surroundings, she's at home, the kids at home. Is there a barn? Like taking the surroundings, like all right. If I lived here, how would I act? What would I be doing at this time of day? I would be coming home from hunting. I would be fishing, something, and he he kind of looks like all right where's my duplicate um while he's doing that uh before i let go of his hands i press a kiss to one of them and i want to pull out my mirror um i want to see if i can reach and i guess either find out if there's a duplicate, if that's what kind of like parallel we're in, um, try to glean I guess some facts about this timeline, like some of this house's um, history, the people inside, that kind of thing. So let me just, normally I wouldn't do this, Considering what happened the last time Rialis cried in this forest, is that something you still want to risk? Oh, fuck. Normally, I wouldn't discourage you from doing anything. I'm still not discouraging you. I am just want to make no, sure but that... but it's also been a while and I did forget about yeah, that. Yeah, that's the only reason I'm bringing it up. No, 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 you're good, you're good. You are still more than welcome to take that risk. I think in this situation, I think she'd power through it. Okay. So tell me what it is you need to do in order to scry what skill you're going to be doing. While you look that up, I'm going to go into the house. Have eight and Arthas while you figure out what you need to do. And um, when we get back to you, we'll have what you specifically want to see and we'll work through that. So eight, you and Arthas are, well, you're in the, ha the cabin. Arthas is hanging out through the window. Um, go ahead. 
what you know this woman has opened up the her final tins she is mixing something in a bowl so ray and i kind of lumber forward a bit my boot steps kind of thumping on the wooden floor and i stop in front of the table and kind of rest a hand palm down as i look over towards her you said if I was hearing you correctly, you've lived in these woods your whole life? Yes. And your daughter, how old is she? She smiles at you as she's mixing the stuff in a bowl. Oh, May's about nine. Fascinating. And is it the two of you? She looks a little sad at this. Yes, unfortunately. Um, my husband went off to war a few years ago, and he has not returned. Oh. I am sorry to hear that. Conflict is meaningless, isn't it? Well, in this case, I, I can't agree with you. Um, he went off to fight the Emperor, and that has a lot of meaning. Even if it costs him his life, it would mean our freedom. Furrow my brow. I suppose, if the Emperor is unjust, um, I'm sorry, I do not want to argue semantics of political leaders over a friendly dinner. Would it be too much trouble to ask the quickest way out of the woods once we finish dinner and enjoy our company with you this evening? Well... The woods are a little trickier than that. It's not like you can just head west or head north and find a way out. You have to be able to navigate. Um, I suppose in the morning I could offer myself as a guide. Um, I've got some notes in a journal that I keep, and I, it's been so long since I've been outside the wood. I've James told me that he needed me to stay safe and didn't want me to leave the woods so um but i can i can try you you folks seem like you've seen a lot and i don't know the tall one looked at me funny before he went back out of the cabin so i yes in the morning i can i can offer myself as a guide if that is what you would like that would be spectacular and we really do appreciate you inviting us for a meal. It is ever so much fun to cook for strangers and loved ones, is it not? My husband always did say that that was one of the things that he wished I was better at was cooking. Um, I've kind of had to learn with him not around. So I suppose in my own way, when I cook for strangers and loved ones. And with that, she looks over at May. 
um, it kind of reminds me of him. What was he like? Oh, tall, um, dark-skinned, white hair. Um, you know, people didn't want us to be married because at the time um, the Ederkai were growing in power and the emperor's tyranny was coming to its peak. And unfortunately that meant that they saw him as a danger, but you couldn't find anyone sweeter. Mm. He was a brave man. Not an excellent farmer, but I mean, I suppose in these woods it's a little difficult to grow things sometimes, but we may do. Well, we hope that he returns to you. I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you. I hope for that every morning when I wake up, that by the time I go to bed, I'll see him cresting over those trees or down the river. Maybe someday. There's always hope. And I turn and give like a bit of a, a cross look at Arthas with my like back to Ray, just so that she doesn't see me give the look. I just look back and give a shrug. I I don't know what I did. Now Rial and Jokel. Um, Rial, you had your mirror out, and you were going to scry. So why don't you tell us um, what that looks like for you, and tell us let's say one specific thing that you're looking for that will help you discern the information you want. And how difficult of a check? I would say, in this instance, considering the magic that surrounds the area, make it a hard check and upgrade it once. So two purple, one red. That's a success and a threat. And what that looks like is I'm going to pull out my mirror. I'm going to gaze into it and um, I'm going to close my eyes and I feel the ground beneath my feet. I have Raylan's face fresh in my memory and Maeve and I'm focusing on that, I'm honing in on it and my finger circles the rim of the mirror four times and when I open my eyes what do I see? And you're looking to see what in this timeline tells you. Yeah, is it is it another version of them and like any information about this? You see flashes of images. It's not normal for how you would normally see in your mirror. The first image you get is uh, Raylin wearing a very simple white robe and a flower crown in her hair and she has this amazing smile on her face as she walked towards an individual and this individual you can't see other than the back of their head and it is a tall thing long white hair 
The next flash of image that you get is her toiling in the dirt and plowing with a plow horse while in the distance that same figure still faceless is working on building the cabin which you now see um, then the screen goes dark again and when it pops back up you see a baby being born you can hear it crying and this is the first time you get a glimpse of this individual that you have only seen in the distance or from the back of their head this individual looks somewhat like Joko, but it is not a spitting image. And he looks down at this baby, this newborn, and is swaddling it. And then the next image that you see after the screen goes dark is this same man dressed in a soldier's uniform, kneeling down and giving what looks like a hug goodbye to this toddler, this little girl. And then the screen goes dark. I've, I've forgotten. Can Jokel see what Riala sees in the mirror, or is it a blank mirror to anybody not her? I think it's blank to anyone else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it probably, the the um, the edge of it probably looks like it's glowing a little bit, um, but other than that, it's blank. Um, and my eyes are white as I gaze into it, and my um, eyes fade back into their white-blue color. Um, well, there's... He was you, but not you. How is such a thing possible? Is, are, are we... I, I know we've plane shifted, but... To have more duplicates? I, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about um, different planes. That was not... Um, it was not something that I did a whole lot of studying on. Um, we'll, we'll have to look into it. And I'm so sorry. I don't, I can't imagine what you're feeling right now. You'll forgive me if I retreat inside myself slightly while we're here. The presence, especially knowing knowing that she's a lookalike and what could have been my future, I'm going to keep my distance as it breaks my heart to see what could have been. I'm going to wrap my arms around Joko and just give him a really tight hug, rubbing his back. I, I kind of melt into her, which is nor- not like Riala's hu- hugged, or I've hu- hugged Riala before, and he's normally very like stoic and like, yeah, I'm here, hang, lean on me, but this is the reverse. Like he's, I'm just kind of like I'm gonna melt into you. Like I need this hug. I'll um, reach up and plant a kiss on his cheek. You take as long 
out here as you need, okay? It's okay. I nod and I'll set up our tents and try to be unintrusive. Just let me know. Keep me informed. Of course. Um, squeeze his hands and kiss them and slowly let go before going back inside. You go inside and you see that Ray is setting out bowls on the table and May is trying to, she has a pad of paper in front of her and she is drawing something and you see that she keeps stopping and looking at Arthas and then she'll scribble a little bit on the piece of paper and then she'll stop and look at him and then she'll look at eight. She'll start scribbling again, but she's very careful to make sure that that pad of paper is close to her. What are you drawing? Um, it's a secret. She goes back and she's still scribbling. Ray turns to you, Riella. Oh, perfect. Um, supper's about to come on the table. Is your friend coming in to eat? Um, he's not, um, feeling well. Um... He went to get some air. Would it um, be okay if I brought the food out to him? Oh, um, sure. She takes a bowl, scoops some of the stew into it. She tears off a hunk of bread, puts it on top of the bowl, and passes it over to you. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. Rayla will go back and give Jokel dinner. I'll probably- do you want me to sit out here with you? No, it would look even more awkward if you were to stay out here and distance yourself. If anything, I would like you to learn what you can on my behalf. That's- you're, you're more your strong suit anyway than mine. Okay. I'd be a drooling idiot as memories run rampant, so... I, I will make sure te- our, our campsite is prepared for all of us. You're much more than that, but okay. I'll do that. If, if nothing else, Jokel's like clearly trying to figure out like Arthas's hammock or like how the heck do you tent? <laughs> yeah, so after that um, I'll go back inside and I think I think I would wait for everyone else to take a seat. And if I could, I would sit next to May. And I would say, all the great artists have their secrets. She looks up at you, a little slyly, a little coyly at first, and looks, kind of does that peeking thing where you lean the pad right forward just enough that you can see it, but you think nobody else can. And then she quickly puts it back to her chest. I'll let you see it, as long as you promise not to show them. And she points at eight, and then she points at Arthas. My pinky promise. She will reach out with her own pinky and grab yours. And then she... You gotta seal it. Do you do the the seal it with a kiss? Sure. I'll say, if you want to say you do it first, she'll copy you. Yeah, so take her pinky, and you kiss your thumb, and then they kiss their own and that's sealing the promise with a kiss. So she sees you doing that and she copies you and as soon as she lets go, she leans the pad of paper forward 
And what you see is a picture of Arthas. I mean, nine-year-old kid's quality drawing of Arthas poking through this window <laughs> with a big speech bubble above his head that says, um, ooh, that smells good. And then eight is sitting at the table with their arms kind of wide open in gesture saying, yes, I can't wait to eat. And the speech bubble above their head. And like eight is very blocky in in their drawing. And you can see that she tried to get some of the symbols on there. And you can see Arthas has this big smile on his face. And, and I, I make a big show of uh, taking my cloak and kind of like shielding <laughs> so no one else can see it. Um, also in a, you know, hoping she gets a giggle out of that. Um, and I'll respond. Um, that is probably the most beautiful drawing I have seen. She blushes. Kind of just shrugs her shoulders up like, you know, shy little kids do when you give them a compliment and they're not really sure how to take it. Is there anything else that you, any of you, wanted to accomplish this evening? Um... The only thing I can think of is that I'd kind of be looking around and just kind of looking for, I guess, any thing that would uh, would have belonged to Raylan's um, husband and seeing if there's any similarities in like belongings or anything. Just kind of looking around, but you know, making conversation not trying to be super obvious about it. Sure. The only thing that you can see that is seems a little out of place um, considering the cabin really only has like one or one room that you have access to um, is a pair of horseshoes on the wall above the cooking stove. Eight and Arthas. Is there anything the two of you want to accomplish over dinner? I am mostly just excited over the prospect of food. Don't, don't eat the whole the poor lady out of house and home. I will, I will take the guests portion. Ray Ray um, does get a larger mixing bowl and does share that with you. You do seem like you might need a little bit more than the others. My gratitude is immeasurable, Ray. I would have a smaller portion, and I will make sure to convey to Raylan that she may give Arthas the rest of my portion as well, to compensate for um, his prodigious height and size. And the only thing I would like to interject is that when Riala and May do the pinky promise, anyone who's paying any sort of attention across the table would see the most quixotic look across my face at the, the mention of the pinky promise. And I hold up my hand and mimic the, like, the extension of the pinky and just rotate at the wrist, staring at the digit. Interesting. 
is is this a common way to make promises? And I will ask that across the table after you've done it. Um, Riala will kind of give you a look and then smile and she'll say, um, sometimes really important promises. Fascinating. Perhaps we should have made a pinky promise to the leader of Saline before we left. Mm. No, it, it's only done people you're comfortable with. Mother never asked me to pinky promise. Some people might not know. Not everyone does it. It's just what I did growing up. Curious. I'd like to learn more about that. Perhaps your experiences can be used to bolster my own. Okay. <laughs> I can tell you more about it. Uh, I, I maintain my position outside, just digging through the wagon, basically. Set up Riala's tent, set up Eight's stool by the campfire, try and figure out Arthas's circus tent, figure out, like, all right, here's this. I should find a nice spot for Maeve, give her her oats, and basically do that busy work that can distract him. If he runs out of those distractions, I feel like he would. I would be tempted to go to the house and be, like, creepy. You have such a way with words. <laughs> I'm terrible with words. I don't know what you're talking about. No, no. Don't apologize for art. I can apologize for myself, thank you. Jokel, is there anything else you want to accomplish this evening? No? So, after supper is done and you've spent some company, I assume the three of you would go outside and... or Well, Arthas is already outside, but the three of you go to sleep or settle down for the evening, whatever the case may be for all of you. I will be sure to let... Jokel and Riala know that Raylin has graciously offered to escort us out of the forest in the morning as a personal guide. That is where we are going to call it. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll join us next time, but in the interim, follow us on Twitter at Roads Uncharted. The Roads Uncharted podcast is GM'd and produced by Dax using the Genesis role-playing system published by Fantasy Flight Games. You can follow me on Twitter at GM underscore Dax. Jokul Genhorn is played by James, and Arthas, champion of Offham, is played by Neil. Riala Lenoir is played by Cole. Follow them on Twitter at Cole Morial and check out their art. Eight is played by Ren, who also composed the music for our opening theme. Follow them on Twitter at Thorny Dryad.